Welcome to Manitoba Moments, Discussions in Physiotherapy. The College of Physiotherapists in Manitoba regulates the practice of physiotherapy in Manitoba. Our mission is to ensure that the public receives safe, competent physiotherapy care from qualified physiotherapists. This podcast will address topics pertinent to physiotherapists practicing in Manitoba based on our legislation and standards of practice. Welcome to the first series of podcasts from the College of Physiotherapists in Manitoba. My name is Feng, and here I have with me is Klein. How are you doing today, Klein? I'm doing good. So we are both second-year students in the Masters of Physiotherapy program at the University of Manitoba. And today's chapter, we'll be discussing social media in physiotherapy. So how should a physiotherapist be presenting themselves on social media? Well, a physiotherapist is a professional, both in and outside the clinical setting. Just because you're on Facebook or Instagram at home, you shouldn't assume that you can just wash your hands and forget all forms of professionalism. What do you mean by that? Well, we have to remember that we're still healthcare professionals and need to act accordingly, even if we're off the clock. So you're saying that someone in a professional career can never let loose and have fun because people are always watching them? Oh, no, no, absolutely not. What I mean by that is that everyone is free to act however they want and do whatever they want in the comfort of their own home. That's their prerogative. But when it comes to how they portray themselves on social media, however, there is an appropriate and inappropriate way to go about it. Can you elaborate on that? What do you mean by appropriate versus inappropriate? Well, it's certainly up for interpretation. And the definition of what is appropriate or not is relative to the person and the kind of life they lead. But for us physiotherapists, we are educators of the public, and people often hold us in high regard. For example, how would you feel if you found your healthcare provider drinking and partying online? Honestly, I don't think I would like that. Think about what that does not only to his image, but the entire profession as a whole. You may think that they're a fun person just because you saw them partying and posting pictures of such online, but that reduces their credibility. Say you're looking for a new healthcare provider, and as you were looking online, you found two potential candidates. Now, who would you trust more? One that all you saw of them was partying on social media, or one that all you saw of them was their credentials and the amount of work they put into the profession? Well, when you put it that way, I probably wouldn't look twice at the one who was partying. Exactly, and that's the core of what professionalism in social media is about. Presenting yourself in a manner that represents yourself as well as your profession in a way that isn't harmful or detrimental. After all, If you present yourself poorly on social media, you may harm your own career. That's on you. But what about your colleagues? They haven't done anything wrong, but now they have that negative connotation associated with them simply because you both share the same career. When you put it that way, that's not really fair to them. It does seem like remaining professional on social media is a lot more important than some would think about. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not something we actively think about, since it's often overlooked as we tend to focus a lot more on how we present ourselves while we're actually working. After all, It's where we directly interact with patients, so it makes sense that that's when we're most careful. Being on social media at home is something we as physiotherapists have to be mindful of all times during the day. So how is it that a physiotherapist should always be presenting themselves? Well, this is where it gets tricky, because again, it's all up for interpretation. There's no definitive line that dictates what's appropriate and what isn't. There certainly are guidelines, but it can be thought of as a continuum, where a majority of the content we upload can be considered in the gray area. For example, If your physiotherapist were to post an album of themselves while they are on vacation, would you agree that is acceptable and professional? Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with someone relaxing or sharing some beautiful views. Right. So then, if in that album, let's say there's a few pictures of them drinking from a bottle of alcohol, would that be appropriate? Of course not. That would be crossing the line in many professions. Right. 
that would be on the other extreme, so that's simple enough. But what if it wasn't that bad? Say that same physiotherapist posted a picture of themselves with a friend in the house, both were 100% sober, but there was an open bottle of alcohol on the table. Would that be okay? Yeah, I see what you mean by it can get into a gray area. It's all about context. Exactly. And that's why the college has these rules and guidelines in place, so we have a standard we can consider before posting something on social media that may be considered sensitive for a physiotherapist to upload. After all, being professional is the first and foremost attribute we need to adhere to. And as I've said before, we're held in high regard as educators and professionals in healthcare, and it is a must that we act professionally in our public and social media accounts. That's a great point. But then it does beg the question, should there be a separate professional account and a personal one on platforms such as Instagram or Facebook? That's a great question. We have to keep in mind that if we identify as a physiotherapist on private social media platforms, we can be held accountable. Privacy settings on social media platforms can be changed where the user can make their account accessible to only close friends and whoever they choose. So it can be common for individuals in a professional career to have two accounts, one personal and one professional or for business. The personal account is set to private where a post can only be seen by a few select people. And the professional account is set to public where everyone can see everything that's posted and have access to the entire account. This professional account can then be used to promote their work and be used as a platform to further their business. I think that's a great idea. Sounds like a good way to separate work and pleasure. Absolutely. And this is helpful to separate that gray area of what is acceptable to post and what isn't. This is great, because I was thinking of opening a professional business account to do some promoting to increase my caseload. Of course. It's a wonderful tool for reaching out and accessing a whole new market. And what about the personal one? Since no one except my close friends can see what I post, I should be fine to upload party pics and group pics of my friends and I at the club, right? While it may seem like a perfectly fine idea, that would still depend on the context. What do you mean? My friends have known me for years long before I became a physiotherapist. I'm not sure I fully understand why I still can't post whatever I want even though the public can't see it. This is a common issue that professionals often run into. You may trust your friends and family and you absolutely have the freedom to post whatever you want. But there is a standard you must abide to on social media, even if it is a private account. There's no problem with posting fun pictures of yourself, but there are standards of conduct we need to follow. I suppose that makes sense. We are healthcare professionals after all. I understand. There needs to be a line and a criteria where we have to follow. That's right. Think of anything you post on social media like being on a public bulletin board that anyone can access and see. It can be tricky to know exactly what is acceptable and what isn't. The college can provide the proper education, guidelines, and standards of what they expect everyone to abide by. Then it is ultimately up to us and each individual physiotherapist to follow it. That's true. Every physiotherapist should have their own personal code of conduct. Exactly. It's a combination of basic guidelines, education, and common sense. Very true. Thank you for discussing this with me today. Thank you for listening today. The information presented in this podcast is not intended as legal advice. For more information, please go to the College of Physiotherapists at Manitoba website or email us at info at manitobaphysio.com. <laughs>